Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mixed Chick. I'm your host, Serena Smith. As always, your designated Mixed Chick for all like Mixed Chick things. And today I have a guest, um, a very good friend of mine. Uh, her name is Amarette. Amarette, do you want to say hi and introduce yourself? Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's me, Amarette. Um, I'm Serena's best friend. I've known her since high school. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know much to say about myself. But I'm a 23, about to be 24-year-old girl living in Louisiana. Yeah, so um, like Emma said, I've known her since high school. She was actually one of the very first, well, she was probably the first friend I made in high school, um, but like also one of the first like people that I met. Um, well... We had like we biology, which was like the very last class of the day, but I actually sat in the wrong seat and that time met Amaret, and then we ended up having English <laughs> the next day together. Um, but yeah, so I asked Amaret like two days ago, I was like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? She was like, sure. And then I was like, okay, what do you want to talk about? And she was like, I don't know. Let's talk about like our lives and being in our twenties and discovering ourselves. And I was like, Okay. That's fine. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, I think some of you, most of you know, my life is like eh, right now, going through a lot of life changes. Uh, currently unemployed, still don't have a job, quit my other one. And I don't know, I'm just out here, I don't knowing every day. So that's okay because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people in our age are in the same boat, you know? Yeah. I feel like I'm in that same boat. Like, even though I'm working, it's not the job that I really want at the moment. So it's like, what am I doing right now that's not pushing me to get the career that I want? And I think it's, um, you know, it's me truly not knowing what I want to do in that sense, you know? Yeah. Um, so Amaret and I grew up in the same area. I would probably live like five minutes by car away from each other. Um, but we have very different lived experiences. Um, and we also have like, we're really different and also very similar. Um, so it's just interesting, like when I think about it, how, how different our lives are, yet we grew up in the same place. So we kind of had the same opportunities yeah. Um, and then going to the same high school, we had the same opportunity to take classes and things like that. Had the same op we actually had the same opportunity to go to college. I just chose a different college. Oh, um, and I feel like that 100% kind of like shaped us into the person that we are today, if that yeah. makes sense, or the direction that we are. And I feel like also uh, the differences also come to play with like, you know, just life experience, you know? I don't know. <laughs> no, like yeah. definitely. Um, like if we look up like how we grew, you went to, well, your parents are divorced. I hope you don't right. mind me putting oh, that no. out there. <laughs> I mean like um, a lot of people are divorced. <laughs> um, my parents are married. Um, so you grew up mostly with your dad. Um, so I grew up in a two-parent <laughs> household. And yeah. then oh, I, I grew up in a two-parent household as well. I just feel like it came with like, like you know parents who wanted to get divorced but stayed together for me you know what I'm saying so yeah that was a thing <laughs> yeah 
Um, and then I went to a private middle school. Oh, yeah. Elementary, middle school. You went to public. Yeah. A magnet then... program. Oh, I didn't know you heard were of that program. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we ended up at the same high school. And we did some things together. Our we did school. art club together. Okay. For like one year. <laughs> yeah. We did drama club together um for like one semester that was that was trash remember that freshman year because they were going to do a play but then they oh it was so disorganized so bad yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, 100% agree but you know it was an experience and I'm glad that we were to <laughs> experience that together yeah <laughs> so um, it was something that we kind of pushed ourselves to do that wasn't necessarily something that we wanted to do but yeah we were trying to make more friends yeah, the opportunity. But that didn't really work out because that scene of people, um, they just didn't, I didn't vibe with them. That yeah. Happened. Yeah. Same. I thought they were kind of weird, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, not weird. I mean, not weird. I um, thought they were weird. They were different from us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We can be honest. Some people you just, you just don't vibe with um I thought there was a lot of weird people at our high school and ironically I worked with a ton of people that went to the same high school with us when I was just at my past job um yeah. which is just like so crazy I didn't know like any of them went to our high school except for like one person and there was like six of them there and I was like Jesus Christ like please get me away but now I'm like actually really good friends with one of them um which is just like weird but yeah um, yeah, and then we went to two different colleges. You went to a city and I went to the country. Yeah. Um, um, I went to a very liberal college and I really am glad that I went there just because I was able to experience people of different ethnic backgrounds, diversities. The community of the LGBTQ was really big there and I got to learn more about that because I feel like in the area we grew up in really have that um, group of people surrounding mm -hmm. us. So I feel like that was a lovely experience to learn more about that, you know? So, yeah, you live, like, down, like, the deep south now. Um, so, like, for you, how, how different is it from, like, you're in a more rural area, um, rural? I feel like I can't say that word right. Rural, rural oh, I hate that word. area than obviously like you were when you were in college. So like, tell us a little bit how, like how different it is and some like the different experiences you've had, like such as like the LGBTQ plus community and like the diversity and stuff that you were talking about. Um, it's very different because if you bring up Black Lives Matter down here, it's all lives matter. I'm not sure it's because of, of the area that I'm in. I'm more in like the Lafayette, Karen Crow, kind of the country area compared to like New Orleans, which is more city life. But no one really, it, it's a very controversial topic. And I, and I work at a very uh, Republican-minded uh, uh, restaurant at the moment. And I, I get into these conversations with the owners. And I've been called a left-wing liberal communist it's just by expressing Damn. my ex like viewpoints on how like um 
on how, for example, masks, like how, maybe. Oh, masks, a hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent masks. They don't believe it, that coronavirus um, is that big of an issue. Like, in the sense, like, yeah, it's a thing, but they don't wear masks, especially right, like right now in this moment. People aren't wearing masks in the restaurant, even though it's enforced here. And I had a situation where um, I was exposed to somebody with COVID. And so I went to um, the doctors to get tested and I wore my mask and everything, but the person at the front desk wasn't wearing a mask. And when the doctor came in, he wasn't wearing a mask. And that just blew my mind because if I thought that I was exposed to COVID, I could expose you to COVID. And this guy's yeah. coming in seeing multiple people and he's not wearing a mask. Yeah. And that yeah. just blows my mind that yeah. people don't believe in like the spreading of COVID down here, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I think the last time I looked at some of the numbers, <clears throat> Louisiana was one of those high states. Like they still have a lot of cli- like oh, climate we're number cases. one in the state. <laughs> it's wild. Um, yeah. Just because so, how it spreads. Yeah. And people don't realize that. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. I saw this post the other day. Um, it was like, you know how like in, I guess in some elementary schools and maybe like high schools, you do like the little soap experiment where you like, like put colors in like milk or something. And then you like drop detergent and you see like the color spread or like, oh yeah, or like you put um, like salt and pepper or something into water and then you dip your finger in it, but your mm-hmm. finger has oil and it shows like how germs like attract or like detract and you do it with like hand sanitizer and stuff like that anyway so I saw a post like similar to that about mm-hmm. like masks and like unmask and like how much the germ spread and stuff like that so I don't know um so for all you people out there listening who don't wear masks uh we highly recommend it and if you're not vaccinated go get vaccinated um Like, if you're scared the government is going to track you, if you're listening to this podcast, they're probably already tracking you because that means you probably have a computer or a cell phone and they can see all of your freaking activity. Oh, 100%. But I feel like just don't do anything suspicious and involve one of the people that they spy on. I just like, I think it's, I think some of the reasons that people give are dumb. And first of all, at least in the state of Virginia, mm-hmm. like getting vaccinated is free. Yeah. You can get tested for free. So why the heck are people like paying to get fake vaccination cards? Like that is so stupid. I know. It's just, it's just a little bit of living at the moment, you know? Freaking craziness. Um, so I guess like going back, why did you move? to the deep south so we're already from the south but like this is more south because (laughs) after i graduated college i my lease was going up at in richmond which is the college i went to so i moved in with my sister and i just felt like i was in a stuck position i don't know what i was doing wrong i just couldn't find the motivation to do because at the time i wanted to join the military and so that was what I wanted to do but then um I just didn't want to do that that exact moment so 
my friend Tilly, who lives down here, she had an extra bedroom and she said, why don't you come down to Louisiana? And I said, why not? So then I packed up my things and I moved down. And ever since I moved down here, I feel like it has been a life-changing experience for me. And the fact that I didn't really focus on who I was in college because it was more like school, friends, relationships, et cetera, et cetera. But now that I have like just time for myself and I'm not on a schedule of school, I've been able to kind of just live life and feel the waters of who I am and who I want to become. Do you think you could have done that here, like where I am? Like, would it say, like, say in an alternative universe, when you left your college apartment, you went and got your own apartment instead of, like, living with your sister? Honestly, I mean, I feel like, yeah, but I don't feel like it would have been the same experience. Because, like, I, I'm living in a whole new state. I moved down here by myself. Well, not necessarily mm-hmm. by myself, but I have Tilly and her, um, like, her family and friends. But it's not, like, the same as living in Virginia. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. It's just, I don't, it's just nice to just be in a whole new environment and having to kind of just push myself to try to make new friends because, uh, like, I only have, like, I mean, I, I have made new friends, but it's, it's been, like, a journey just because it's harming people because of COVID and, um, just, like, the people down here aren't really people who fit my vibe and, but so that has given me the opportunity to just like focus on me and current friendships you know yeah do you see yourself still living there in like a year see that's what I'm kind of just trying to pick out what I want to do right now because I thought about moving back and kind of just focusing on a career with like working with women or children probably in Richmond but um Tilly proposed this opportunity because she's actually saving up oh all of next year to do a road trip in 2022 or what's today this year it is 2021 oh so in 2023 and she's gonna take off for a year and travel like the whole united States. yeah Yeah. so um i don't think i would do it for a year but i'm probably gonna try to find a job where i can get like at least a foot in the door so i have some experience for when i do want to look for a job and I'll just like save up and save up and then um, just take my car and travel longer. I feel like that would be a really fun opportunity because you're going to eat, pray, love in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I just watched Eat, Pray, Love a couple of weeks ago um, for the audience. And like when I told Amrit, she was like, I feel like this is something you would have watched like a long time ago <laughs> um, because it's definitely like my kind of movie. And I watched it, um, I think a couple days before I quit, like before my last day or like very soon right afterwards. And I was like, damn, maybe I need to go do this. Like just go experience life mm-hmm. outside of what I know. But then um, I get anxiety and I'm like, I, there's no fucking way I could just go to another country. Also, if you have somebody like beside you. 
yeah and it yeah. especially it, as a female it's so hard to travel to another country just because you don't know if it's safe in some areas like, yeah 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 yeah, you know? yeah. Or even just or like even just like knowing one person where you're going so that they can like help a little bit in a sense. Like if I ever wanted to go to Louisiana, like I know you and you yeah. could maybe like introduce me to one or two people or mm-hmm. be like, oh, like this is a good area. This isn't a good area. Like just knowing a little bit could probably help mm-hmm. a lot. And I actually do. Um have a friend who has lived in Europe for like two years now so like I'd definitely like reach out to him and be like hey like I'm coming to Italy for two weeks or whatever but like that also just like terrifies me significantly you just have to push yourself to do it and I feel like that's something that's important to do in your 20s <laughs> to push yourself to do things that make you truly uncomfortable so I want to like switch topics like very heavily real quick so in Richmond in college you said something about relationships and we won't go into like detail detail about it but I'm curious um if you were to move back into Richmond move back to Richmond do you think the guy from your college experience would enter back into your life and man to be honest with you, that is something that I have <laughs> been fighting with at the moment because I do feel like this is still like a fresh experience for me and I do care and love for that person. But I feel like, like, I, I've realized that some people are meant to be in your life for a little bit and then they, they leave. But I, I agree. I, I'm trying to like also figure the fact if it's possible to have somebody in your life, but not have somebody in your life at the same time. If that makes sense. No, please elaborate because how can you have someone in your life and not have them in your life at because the same time? I personally am the type of person who I, if I care for you, I don't want you out of my life. And so I, I, I want to know that in your life that you're doing okay. So if there's like little checkup points of saying like, Hey, how are you? I feel like mm. that's okay. Okay. You know? I, I just don't think I could ever enter back into a romantic relationship with them, you know? Yes. Well, that's good to hear because I hated said person. Um. Well, I'm, I, but then I also, like, also I realized the fact that, like, you know, you're my friend and I put, like, you know, like, you saw my side of the story. Yeah. But you have to also realize that there, like, he was my age, too, you know? So, like, he was also a person who was, like, this was his very first relationship, like, not first relationship, but, like, relationship, relationship, and, um, you know, they're a person, too, and they were wearing it as well, and I, I, I realized that as well, because I have a friend who is kind of in the position where, like, it kind of reminded me of my relationship, and how, like, this person kind of, like, they cared for you, and they, at the time, didn't want a relationship, but like they stuck around, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't know. Topics of relationships in twenties. My best advice I feel is that everybody should experience a a breakup. To be honest, I feel like it blows my mind how some people like meet one person and then they marry that person. I feel like honestly, experiencing a breakup 
shapes you into like a person because you realize like who you are with this person and so you have to kind of um make yourself into a person on your own like an individual because I feel like once you get into a relationship it's you and that person yeah I I'm just loving independence right now it's great yeah I I agree like I think it's important to have your heart broken at least once um to like know know what that is and like know the feeling um I have never had my heart broken from a relationship have I been absolutely devastated from a crush before absolutely did I think my world was gonna end after rejection absolutely but um to know that like at one point in time like someone loved you like fully and deeply and then like your heart breaks from that I think that's I feel like that's something important to have in life. Um, yeah. And I feel like without a heartbreak, I feel like you can't find the one. And maybe the one is the person who broke your heart as well. Um, I I believe in like the, if it's meant to be, it will necess- be. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think it's the feeling of a heartbreak. I feel like it's the experience of a breakup. No, I you feel know? like you need a heartbreak really yeah <laughs> I don't know maybe it was because my first experience was a heartbreak I don't fucking know but <laughs> now because I mean there's like like you can have a really chill breakup like oh this person isn't the person but like feel like you need to feel lost because then you know you felt love yeah I hear you and then you you uh also it could be like what you experienced in that relationship you kind of bring it into the next relationship yeah and it's what you want and how you hold yourself. Yeah. I feel like respect is the biggest thing in a relationship. If you don't have respect for yourself, your partner's going to not have respect for you, you know? Yeah. So. Very true. Well, some people I know just got engaged. They've been together for five and a half years. And wow. I'm like so happy for them. Yeah. Five and a half years is a freaking long time. Yeah. I don't know man I I don't I think I fear commitment at the same time because it's like how like you're gonna be with this person forever and what if you meet somebody else along the way I mean like yeah I don't know (laughs) I don't know maybe I haven't met the one yet to say anything but it's like life is so long it's so long we're gonna live to be what's the average lifespan like 75 I have no idea I'm gonna google it while you talk but that's just, it's just a long time to be with one person. And I Okay, know but most people, people aren't together for like 70 years. Because then you would have to be married by like the age of 10. Yeah. Well, I remember someone was telling me uh, this one time how your brains, like something about them because of how... The average American lifespan is 78 years, 78 and a half years. Oh, I was close at 75. If you live in the United Kingdom, it's 81. Yeah. If you live in India, it's 69. We have so much stress here in America. Fuck yeah. Stupid healthcare. Canada is 81. Probably because Canada is not happy. We're not a happy country. If you're happy, Australia is 82. Japan, their lifespans are pretty high. I think they have the uh, highest 
lifespan because they're happy people. They're a happy community. They're also a collective community. So they care about the well-being of uh, the whole versus individual. And America is a, ver a very individualistic country and we care about ourselves. Oh, 100%, which I don't think. Oh, that's said by males. We don't give a fuck about males. Average lifespan of a human is 79 years. Oh, this one breaks it down. By country. <laughs> I like looking at this kind of stuff. So what do you I think? I think Australia is the highest, 82. That's the highest one I see. This country that I've never heard of before is 59. Bien, yeah. Benin, Benin, Ben, I-N, Benin, Benin. I don't know. There's is 59. That's pretty short. Now this so, other country I've never heard of is 56. Yeah. The Central so, Republic of Africa is 50. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we're in our 20s. And so I know life purposes change because of how our mindsets and our uh, values change over time as well. But what do you think your purpose in life is at the moment? Hong Kong is 84. Okay, sorry. What is my purpose in life? I have no idea what my purpose in life is. Um, I have a goal to have a family one day and mm -hmm. um, financially be successful. So like I want to have I want to live a comfortable life and that is like my goals. So I right now I'm kind of like whatever it takes me to get there. Mm -hmm. So I want to live in a in a house. I want to buy a house one day. I want to have a yard. I probably want another dog. Um yeah. probably at least two kids and a husband. And I want us to all live in this house and have community and like be a stereotypical like happy american family um so you have the Amer like what some would say the american the dream yeah yeah but like um obviously a minority so i already don't fit that category because i'm black yeah so there's that well just like the idea of what that is yeah, yeah. um and then i also want to work probably all of my life just because I get bored so easily um, that I'm yeah. probably going to be one of those people who like want to work until they're at least 60 because what else am I going to do unless I turn out to be like a housewife, which I'm so down for because I still have money to spend and I can go do extravagant things. Um, but like I would, I'd probably be that housewife that like goes to the charity events or like ha still has a little side hustle or <laughs> is hosting all the like the dinners and things like that. Um, yeah. Because I don't think I could ever just sit still and, like, be at home. Like, my dad retired at an early age. And, like, mm -hmm. I I couldn't. Like, he's been retired for I don't know how long. But oh, at least now? four or five years now. Um, and I just, like, can't. I'm just like, how how can you sit at home all day? I cannot. Well, well yeah. He should probably find some activities to do, you know? Yeah, like he has the gym. He goes to the gym every day and, um, but I mean, but like, I feel like life's too short to be just sitting at 
home, you know? But if that's what he wanted his retired life to be. Yeah, but um, I mean, that's a lot of people um, who just, just stay at home. Yeah, they don't like do much. Like my my grandmother too, like doesn't, um, not everyone travels though. And especially during COVID, like they're not going to travel. And then my dad also has a disability, physical disability. So that like limits his mobility. Um, So, and then like, if you don't have a lot of like a ton of money or you're still supporting children and things like that, like retirement might be, might look like being, the the home keep like think of like the 50s being like the wife as what some retirement looks like for some people now like you're gonna cook you're gonna run errands or you're gonna be the Uh, one to help with homework or something like that who's thinking of that lifestyle though i'm not thinking of that lifestyle. well the people who are retired right now are boomers so what are the boomers gonna do that's what the boomers are doing they're possibly watching their grandkids they're the smarter ones aren't traveling a whole bunch um when my my grandmother also retired at a really young age because my grandfather could support the whole family so she didn't need to work so she retired um Mm -hmm. and she took care of the kids and again that's definitely a different generation and our generation might be differently but the gen x and the boomers who are going into retirement they're probably not out like traveling everywhere all the time and they probably have like their one or two hobbies but like on a regular day they're probably at the house like there's not something to do every single day yeah so my dad goes to the gym like every day that's his biggest (laughs) hobby um and then he watches tv and sports and occasionally he will go out with my mom but like retired life for him is literally chilling yeah and that's some people's goal. Yeah. I think my purpose in life at the moment would have to be, I think I just have to help people. I think that's what motivates me. It's just to make people happy. And I know I got asked one time, what does, what would that do for you? Like making people happy. Like, how does that make you happy? um or benefit you and I feel like I just feel like this world is just really sad and we there's not a lot of people out there with positive attitudes or just generosity so I would just want to be that person who gives it to others you know yeah so I kind of want to advocate for more things I honestly I would love to work with Planned Parenthood but they don't have any in this area so um I'm not sure what my next step would be but I would love to be involved in the community more often than I should um I don't see myself having kids to be honest I actually don't want to have kids because actually to reduce the number one thing to reduce your carbon footprint is to not have children and um I mean like I know like that's what people want and yeah so I guess that's what's going to be done but there's so many people on this earth right now and who need to be adopted as well you know so I advocate for adoption and if I do have a child I do plan on adopting but children really aren't in my future at any moment I don't know I just I, I feel like at this time in my life I don't know I'm just so irresponsible I can't even oh yeah I, I definitely can't have a kid right now 
um, it would not be a good situation. Um, I would, if some way, somehow I did get pregnant right now, I definitely keep the child. And I'm very fortunate that I like have a support system around me that would like help me take care of the child. But, um, I like, if I didn't have that, there's no way I could keep a human alive. Well, I could probably keep it alive. They probably just wouldn't be happy. (laughs) Um, and I definitely want to give like my kids like a, a happy life, a happy and healthy life. And like, let them have opportunities and things like that. And it blows my mind how people at our age are just um, bringing children into this world who are so irresponsible and aren't going to be able to provide it. You know? yeah. So I just feel like, why? It's so easy to prevent pregnancy. But did you know down here they don't advocate, uh, not advocate, but they don't teach like, like contraceptives? Nope. They tell you. A lot of the, the schools down here are Catholic, so I guess I haven't heard it from a public abstinence. school point of view. But yeah, abstinence. Condoms are a sin. Pulling out is a sin. Um, just don't have sex, which is the total opposite of what should be done because I feel like they need to educate these people or these children. Um, what happens if you have sex? Like the real like STDs, pregnancy at a young age. Um, they it's it's wild that yeah. this is still happening in my opinion. so my catholic my catholic's gonna kick in here so like i get i get both sides i definitely think that like having sex ed is really important i do think that like letting people know letting kids know the risk of having sex yes. but from the catholic school perspective if your religion is like based in wait until marriage it makes a lot of sense not to go into school and be like, this is what a condom does because then it would, it's almost like advocating for like doing it when the big idea behind the Catholic faith is to wait until marriage. Um, So this is being taught in schools, like Catholic schools. I understand that, but I feel like school and church shouldn't be combined together. Correct. But it is. Yes. It so, is. You can look at um, it in literally every single election that we say church you know, and church and state is separate, but it's not. A hundred percent. The and dollar so, bill says in God we trust. I know. <laughs> I know. So what do we do? What do we do? We have to like get, like start getting together and going to our governments and trying to like, you know, do something but i feel like people are already trying to do something and it's the government you know how hard it is to change the government i mean it's not that hard because things have changed but the government is very powerful it's very very fucking it's very it's very powerful it's hard you know it's hard because um look at the black lives matter movement that happened a year ago and it's crazy to think that was a year ago and what like We've seen little changes, but like we still have a huge freaking issue. And at least in America, like we're so like, we're like eight. um, I'm trying to think of the word. I I can't remember what it is, but like you, we focus, we have a really short like attention span. So it's like, oh, oh, this is really bad right now. Oh, that's, that's done and over with. Like, let's focus on this. So we had COVID, we had Black Lives Matter. Now we're COVID. Then we had the election. So it's like, we can't like do all of it at once and we're so narrow-minded on one topic at a time 
and that's why like we don't have a lot of big changes in my opinion no i think it's just what is portrayed in media because um it desensitizes us to things so it we'll see things happening but it just it just doesn't trigger us anymore if that makes sense yeah but it's like also we're just like tired of tired of seeing it so you see something about I'm not tired of seeing COVID <laughs> for like a month. And then they're like, okay, we're going to not talk about COVID for a week. And then we're going to oh, go do something see, else. You know, that's, that's ridiculous. I just, I'm still getting into arguments with people. Well, not arguments. I'm sure I'm, I'm still trying to educate people on Facebook about what the movement is about, but these people mm-hmm. are so, they, they talk about, they, they say that I'm bringing hate and, um, I don't know what I'm talking about. And it's it, it's just the common sense of how right now people of color are facing injustices. And they're trying to, um, you know, tell the government, hey, there's a problem here. Do something about it because this is still happening. Things, there's still injustices happening. And yet, um, you know, people are like, but what about us? Why is it Black Lives Matter, not All Lives Matter? And they don't understand that it's because right now people of color need to be focused because they're facing problems that white people aren't facing. Yeah. And I I don't know. It's so hard to talk to somebody, especially a male who is white of older age, because they don't really face that much. um, Discrimination. Discrimination, oppression in society. Yeah. But Um, yeah. One, I feel like one thing I've definitely like said this. I'm like, you can't argue with ignorance, no, or just straight up like stupidity. So a lot of the times, like I've had those Facebook arguments with people, and at some point, I'm just like, you know what? Like, whatever I say isn't going to change your mind. So I'm gonna like I'm gonna stop putting in the effort to carry on this conversation. You can look dumb in front of everyone, and that's that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's not your position to, you know, try to educate every single person, you know? Yes. They have to be willing to understand, you know? Yes. And not you have to be o- open to open to learning. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So what else would you like to talk about before we wrap up today's episode? Um... In my 20s, life in my 20s, <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, there was this thing that I saw one time. Um, it was a video. And I don't know how to explain it because it's more of a drawing. But so it's like you think of an infinity sign, right? Okay. And so you, the future you, well, you're, the present you is in the middle of the infinity sign, right? Mm-hmm. And then so past you is at the end, and then future you is right here, right? There's an expression for this, but I can't recall what it was called. But so it's an infinity sign, right? So infinity mm-hmm. goes on forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then within, you see this infinity sign. So this is the uh, past you, but so this is the infinity. Here is present you and past and then this is future you, right? So within okay. this- Amaretta is drawing us an illustration. <laughs> there will be another loop right here to make a new infinity sign, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So this future you is now present you and present you is now past you. Yeah. So present you is basically what you decide now is how it's going to impact the future you. So the decisions you make, like if you're going to go the easy route or the hard route, yeah. usually the hard route leads to an easier life and the easier life route leads to a harder <laughs> life. Um my advice in life is to always push yourself to the greatest because you know future you will thank you for it so yeah that's great advice yeah all right well I want to wrap up with that so that the people can can simmer on that and think about that (laughs) um I'm gonna leave with a comment of multiple comments number one vote that's important number two get vaccinated number three um wear a mask number four drink water today um and uh number five uh get some reusable Uh, straws everybody number five yeah and i recommend eating a vegetarian lifestyle because it will create less carbon footprints on the environment and yeah i'm not a vegetarian I know, but you know how or much, vegan. or any of that. It's a very sustainable lifestyle, and I—it's really easy to do. I like chicken. Yeah, but it's easy. You can replace chicken with vegetarian. Alternatives. If you say tofu, <laughs> I'm gonna slap you across the computer. No, there's actually like this <laughs> bread you can like kind of make, and then you put crust on it, and you bake it in the oven, and then you season it, and it tastes exactly like. Um, that sounds like more carbs. <laughs> I need protein. Um, I, I tried the vegetarian lifestyle yeah. was not for me um mm-hmm. gained a lot of weight because I ate a lot of carbs um I, I don't really like vegetables that much that's the issue for me like I prefer fruits mm-hmm. over vegetables but um vegetables give you obviously like this ne- like necessary nutrients and right. there's a lot of plant-based like proteins that are more vegetable-y than fruity and so that's right. all my issues but uh Amrit's advice is to live a vegan lifestyle uh not a vegan a more sustainable lifestyle and you can do it by switching to uh becoming a vegetarian (laughs) okay words of wisdom i will see you guys (laughs) or i will talk to you guys in the next episode uh make sure to follow me on instagram if you haven't already so that we can continue these conversations it's at rainy 98 or e-i-n-y 98 i will uh put in like the description because i always do and um all good things thanks for listening guys so bye